It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, her oneness nests with the universe is among us. She is the princess and the queen of all she surveys. We mortals are just her mere subjects. We await our marching orders, our talking points from the absolute intelligentness and royalnessness of Princess Di and Diana Me, Your Majesty, Your Highness, we beseech you, look upon us with favor today. Tell us how to think. Ah! <laughs> oh, thank you, Sir James. That is always so much fun. How are you? I am. I am. I am. I was working myself up into a frenzy. And thank goodness Diego's like, listen, uh, Princess dies on the line. You have to stop now. Okay. I, I, I told him during the break, I said, I'm sorry, Diego. I can't help it. Every time I start on that story with these freaking ads from these Republicans, I work myself up into a total freaking tizzy. And I just, I did, I. I it's not bad, though. I, I think just, that you're right to be in a tizzy. I think we, more of us should be, and they should hear it from us. I just can't. I I know we're not even supposed to be talking about this again today. I just can't believe that these people think that this is how they should raise money from us by telling us that we, we are the problem. Hey, you idiots, you are letting America down. Now give us some money. Well, this is, you know, this is an important subject. It is not a marginal because this is a structural, systemic problem in the Republican Party. You have the voters who have a certain agenda, who want certain things advanced in Washington. And then you have a a Republican structure that is turning that energy away and fighting against it. And before we can advance the agenda, this has to be fixed. And you can't fix it when you're going to war with people aiming at you. Thank you. Yes. And that's what they're doing. They're aiming at us, these people. Anyway, uh, you sent me a story that absolutely almost had me as incensed as this one, because I just couldn't believe that this It's like, wait a minute, you got to be kidding me. California, here's the headline, folks. If you think that everything that you've heard today of what's happening in New Jersey, we're implementing this, 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 this sexualization for children statewide in New Jersey, if you think that's over the top, if you think all these other crime stories that you hear have been over the top, if you think the story that you heard out of Florida of of the three guys that are saying, oh, let's shoot each other with bulletproof vests and shocked that it ended badly. Boys will be boys. Right. Damn, we kill Kenny again. Anyway, (laughs) California looks to let illegals become police officers. Oh, my goodness. This is one of the most mind-blowing, literally mind-blowing stories. You remember a lot of science fiction stories where they would make the robot explode? 
explode by giving contradictory sentences and the robot yes. would try and, and well this is like that to me how can you have an illegal immigrant as a law enforcement officer it makes no sense it is one of these things that my brain cannot even get around how can you have a law enforcement officer not be a legal citizen it it is just it, 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 but it's california and it's the left and this is consistent with how they think they want to devalue citizenship they everything they do devalue citizenship and they do not believe in the law so it doesn't matter to them if the initial you know interaction with our country has been to break the law to come in here so this is a democrat liberal philosophy that is very consistent across all their policies so it shouldn't surprise us, but yet it is just, it, it gives me a headache. I cannot even conceive And this it. woman that introduced this bill comes from Oakland, Berkeley, yeah, Berkeley. Her, and Richmond. Now, <laughs> now, but Oakland is one of the most crime-ridden areas in California, okay, and has, yeah. and has been. And so what does this woman do? Oh, I know. <laughs> what you get from these people is, oh, let's defund the police. Oh, no, on second thought... Let's stock the police up with illegal immigrants. That'll help us. That'll help us fight crime. And I think you should name her. She is state senator. Nancy Nancy Skinner. Skinner. Yes. And she should be made famous by you and your show so that people will basically laugh at this notion because the ridicule is the only response to the idea that you can have an illegal immigrant be a law enforcement officer. That is just preposterous. Now, we talked yesterday about the Texas governor idea. Texas Governor Abbott, he's saying, okay, yep, okay, you're going to flood the zone with illegal immigrants. And by the way, this is really flooding the zone. We are talking about in one year there could be up to six million, six and a half million illegal immigrants coming through the borders. That is bigger than any immigrant surge in any other time in our history. This will fundamentally change the way that many states and cities in this country have to operate because they cannot accommodate that crush of illegal immigrants looking for benefits from the state as well. This is going to be problematic. But one of the things that Abbott has done, as you pointed out yesterday, he's saying, okay, come on, we're going to bust you up to D.C. And that set off the little firecracker Jen Psaki. She was just hot under the collar. Well, this is just a publicity stunt. Well, it turns out this is not a publicity stunt. There, there's some movement on this, right? Well, there is. I, they have the buses apparently ready to go. They haven't actually bussed anyone yet, but apparently they're getting requests from a lot of these towns that have been the dumping grounds, quote unquote, for a lot of these people who the Biden administration is letting over the border. And they've come to a lot of Texas towns. They've deliberately been put into a lot of red areas, believe it or not, all across the country. And so those towns have sent requests to the governor saying, send us the buses. We will get these people on there and send them to D.C. So it hasn't happened yet. But I thought yesterday that this would require a voluntary movement uh, on these migrants and that they wouldn't. 
wouldn't do it because they'd rather get on a plane. But it looks like they're expecting this to actually happen. We'll just have to monitor it. It's one of those things that could go either way. The other things that uh, Abbott is doing are actually in place. The razor wire, the container ships, the, you know, slowing down of uh, letting cars, vehicles come come across the border. Those things are happening. So we'll see if the busing to D.C. happens. I hope so, because that would be fabulous. I want to see this happen. I want to see the buses dropping near the Capitol. And there, you talk about a wall. Hell, they'll put up that gate so quick again surrounding the Capitol. Yeah. You don't you won't know what hit you. They will put up a wall around the Capitol if all of a sudden buses from Texas start dumping illegal immigrants right off, right across the street from the Capitol by the score. You want to see a wall come up in D.C.? There you'd have it. And also, if a lot of these people end up voting Republican, which is happening generationally on the Hispanic community, that they are moving toward the Republican Party. So if you have this consistently happening, you're going to have that wall come up before you can even breathe. I wonder if the NRCC is going to put out a Hispanic version of their ad blaming the new Hispanic voters on letting down the country. Probably. Now, the com- the Congressional Black Caucasians, <laughs> yes, the congr- that's what Rush used to call the Congressional Black Caucus, and I will happily carry on the tradition. The Congressional Black Caucasians are now saying, coming to the realization that they're not going to get any of the big items that they wanted from Joe Biden, that once again, Joe Biden has let them down, except for the Supreme Court Justice Katanji. And um, so all of the other stuff they wanted, they're not going to get. So now they're, they're singing a different tune. Oh, let's just settle. Let's just settle for, for what we can get done. We don't have to be absolutist. And what is your take on this? My take, Diane, before you even give yours, my take is that the congressional black Caucasians and the Hispanics, the uh, Hispanic caucus, they have never realized the game that Democrats play on them. They never. It's like with immigration. Democrats have been talking this crap for years. Where's DACA? They have the House. They have the Senate. They have the White House. How come they uh-huh. didn't amend DACA? They never amend DACA because they don't want to solve the problem. They want to run on Republicans every election cycle. See, these Republicans are evil. They hate you. Uh-huh. They won't even give you DACA. When they're in power, they don't do any of it. They didn't. They didn't fix the immigration. We need a comprehensive immigration. Reform. Where is it? How come you didn't do it? And they say been saying the same things to black people for years and years. Now it's the voting rights thing. Oh, we gotta get this voting rights thing. They don't really want voting rights changed. They want the issue so that they can pretend that Republicans are racist. And but now, now comes up election time. And so now, when they have to face the voters, here's what the Congressional Black Caucasians say. Well, we just can't get everything done. We're just going to have to settle on the small stuff. Now, look, y'all, we really, we really want y'all one of these days to understand that we're trying to work for you, right? We're trying to do the right thing for you, but we just can't get it done. We just can't. Unless you send us to Congress again, and unless you give us some more money, then maybe we can try to get it done next time. What's your, what's your take on this? I 
had a very similar take. This is a sad, sad story, but in a good way. <laughs> this is Politico's, you know, basically feeling sympathy. But, you know, you read through it, and it is just, first of all, they do not blame the actual perps, which is the Democrat Party. They have right. been brought to the table. They're, they've got a stayed at the table, but everyone ignored them and didn't do anything that they had been promised. And the a political article said, they, it, it seems they haven't changed the social fabric of America as they once envisioned. <laughs> I mean, that's the promises that were given in the beginning of the Biden administration, these sweeping legislation, and none of it has happened, and the Democrats have not helped them. And now they're, you know, sort of trying licking their wounds and trying and encourage each other. Well, you know, we just want to be practical. We just want to be pragmatic. We don't want to be emotional. And so this is just a long article about failure. And it's a good thing in that we want these terrible things to fail. We do not want a lot of the ideas, like getting rid of the filibuster was one of their agenda items, and that has failed. The Democrats didn't help them get anything. And so they're settling on basically making the sentencing disparities go away between crack and powder cocaine. And that a lot of Republicans agree with. So they're actually being bipartisan and speaking the agreement with Republicans. That's what they're relegated to, coming in from changing the social fabric of America to begging Republicans to help them on their legislation. <laughs> and by the way, the people that put in place the uh, the the disparities on crack and powder cocaine with Democrats doing the Bill crack Clinton epidemic. Crime Bill. That's yep, right. Absolutely. Bill Clinton crime bill, as yep. as Hillary Clinton would say, to to protect them from the super predators. Yeah, right. Y'all dark so super the predators. Democrats, yes. And so this is what happened to people who put their hopes in the Democrat Party. I mean, they basically want their power and their vote. And they want their, you know, rhetorical abilities to basically help them make the argument at election time. But after election time, nope, no value. And this is what you get. It's it's sad. But as I say, it's encouraging because none of these negative things have succeeded. Well, on that happy note, we see we ended up with good news. And on that happy note, my princess, I bow down to you and say thank you again. And, uh, you know, Diana, next week, we'll just see what else is there. I sure do hope that we see some buses headed up to Washington. Thank you, Princess Di. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you, Sir James.